0: What's up everybody, happy Wednesday, it's a magnificent day to be alive, to be sure. I hope this finds you in your power, the world needs you baby, the world needs your energy, the world needs your light, the world needs you, that's no bullshit. So today's episode of the Ebb and Flow podcast is a doozy a good one. I had a lot of fun. This was actually recorded in the summer. I think August, maybe September. There's a video version of this that will be available on YouTube. I was hoping to do a little bit more of a substantial launch on my video platforms, but it just I haven't had the time. It's a great one. It's with the powerful certified health nut Troy Casey uh he has just written a book called Ripped at 50 you heard that right ripped at 50 it's a fantastic book i highly recommend it i will have all of the info to go check that out in the show notes below this is interesting because i've also had some feelings about if you've followed me at all throughout this process Whether that's on Instagram or in these podcast episodes, as my thinking has evolved and shifted and changed over the last, call it eight months now. Eight or nine months throughout the the COVID paradigm shift. I've dealt with a lot of anger and a lot of rage. And it's something that is part of my life's work to come to terms with it and develop a, a relationship with it. Um, And I work really hard at that. I work really hard on myself and I'm constantly challenging myself doing the inner work. It's not always fun. A lot of times it's pretty ugly, but it's necessary. It's the only thing I feel is it is the true work of my life. And that's really all there is to it. There's no way around it. I can't avoid it. I've hit this place in my life where I can't. Turn away from whatever it is I'm going through, feeling, sensing, etc. So, there might be some things in here that are kind of triggering for you or triggering in the culture. And I encourage you to hang with that. If you feel a sense of being triggered by something I say, um, I encourage you to sit with that feeling and just hear it out and challenge yourself. It's good to challenge ourselves and our beliefs and what we think. So that's that. I think you guys will enjoy this episode. Troy is a very flexible and fluid thinker. He's got some great ideas. He's got a lot of incredible insight, information, wisdom. He's done a lot of deep work. Uh, He's trained with one of the true masters of the world, a guy named Paul Check. So Troy is the man. We had a lot of fun. This episode goes all over the place. Uh, but it's got the center line of going through Troy's eight pillars of Wellness uh, from his book Ripped at 50. So that's about it folks. Um, for great coffee, head over to invadercoffee.com use code the ebb and flow to get 15% off your next order. That is fantastic stuff. highly recommend it. If you're in the mood for some mushrooms, Not the magic kind. The medicinal health supplements such as lion's mane, reishi, turkey tail, cordyceps, etc. I highly recommend wake.net. Fantastic stuff. Use code EBINFLOW for 10% off and free shipping on your next order. I think that's it, folks. So without further ado, I hope you guys have a fantastic day living in your power, living in your highest greatness the greatest good of the universe lots of love to you i'll see y'all on the flip side peace you have unlocked the eternal link to internal source the key of imagination
1: your admission access to the enlightened dimension a gateway at the junction of darkness and light the place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux only to be mastered through vigilant discipline peaceful times may come testing times may go this is the ebb
0: and flow Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ebb and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Evan Britton. We've got a hell of a one today, everybody. Uh, I hope you guys are hanging tough out there. I know shit is fucking crazy, but you know what? If we stick together, we hang tough, and we do what we got to do, we're going to make it through this thing. That's so today, we have got a dude who I feel like is my spiritual older brother in many ways. Uh, he is the certified health nut, Mr. Troy Casey. Welcome to the pod, my brother. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here, and thank you. Eben Flo, how awesome is that name? Thanks, dude. It's, it, it's, you know what's funny is it goes back through my NFL career. Guys would be like, dude, and Flow. So it's sort of a, a renaissance. Well, we need a lot of flow in the world today, man. So, and you're bringing it, no doubt, man. You're bringing that gentle giant, man. Absolutely, I see you, man. <laughs> I see you too, my brother. I, I appreciate that very much. Um, I'm a big fan of yours, I've been following you for a while now. Uh, I love your message, I love what you're all about. I love you know the humor and irreverence you bring to very important issues, um, you know, and and I appreciate it very much. You recently, maybe through during this lockdown time, you've published a, a new book. Yes. Ripped at 50, A Journey to Self-Love. It's excellent. I've had the pleasure of starting to dive into it myself. Um, and so let's just start here, man. Let's just start w- at this point. Um, you talk about how the beginning of the book really starts during your modeling career. Mm-hmm. And that resonated very much with me uh, through my NFL career mm-hmm. and what I experienced during that time of my life. Um, I also have to say, dude, this is so inspirational for me as a mm-hmm. guy who's been working through beginning writing my own first book Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to see how you went about it and the structure and what you did here i just it's very inspirational Mm. and i love it dude so for that i thank you and i'd love for you to just take us into how you came to the nine pillars of health well
1: um i like to say now after studying all these years about 31 years of health and nutrition and um, that our curse is our gift. We got the two forces, the yin, yang, masculine, feminine, inhalation, exhalation, catabolic, anabolic. So it's always at play. And I had digestive issues as a model. And of course, that affects the way you work and the way you photograph and all that stuff. So I got really hip to my nutrition early on. Started studying that, fasting, internal purification. You know, later on, I figured out the gluten piece for myself. And then uh, more recently, between a lot of breath work and some other esoteric things. I had black mold in in one of my houses. Mm -hmm. So I had to heal myself from that. And uh, I just tried everything that came across and I finally cured my gut. And that's part of being ripped at 50 is I I used to bloat. I used to be constipated for 30 Mm -hmm. years of my life basically. And so, uh, so my quest, you know, brought me to all this stuff. Most of the stuff I practice is to calm my nervous system just so I can be a you know, happy, friendly, good father, yeah. husband, you know, stuff like that, and be productive in this very interesting world we, we find ourselves in right now. And I'm in LA, which is still the entertainment capital of the world for entertainment. And I've been here for 25 years, and I'm moving right now, too. I've been here 25 years. Wow, dude. And everything's online right now. I came here, and you had to beg someone just for a piece of film to show people your work. And now you're a full blown
0: movie studio, studio with an iPhone yeah no it's it's true man it's very weird it's very weird i think it's added to the collective consciousness that we see so you know fortunately or unfortunately you know everyone seems to have an opinion and we all should and at the same time but what's the
1: education basis? What's right. what's their programming? Where's their programming at? We yes. we can't forget that we've been programmed by an industrial age school system. We're still doing it, and the industrial age is over with. And what was that all about? To make you sure you you know you could work in factories. They don't have an entrepreneurial training at school. I didn't have any you know right. training like that. And so um, I think it comes down to the programming, and then you also look at the television programming. I don't know if you ever watched that BBC documentary with. Uh, um, it's, it's on Edward Bernays and the history of public relations and how Edward Bernays was Freud's nephew. Mm-hmm. So he took all that psychological stuff about your mom and your anal orifice and all that stuff. And that's all what's in television advertising. Yes. And, they, and the news is fear. So when they control you at the hormonal level, either sex, if you don't have you don't drive the right car brush with this toothpaste you won't get the girl so that's all implied in our economically and politically driven uh media which people don't realize and the six major networks are all owned by a certain subset of people that want to control the narrative and if you don't understand that and you've got like 40,000 hours of tv by the time you're like 12 or you know and, and you don't factor that in it's like, where are you getting your, I watched the mainstream news media the other day oh, and the God COVID dude. virus and not wearing a mask and the people fighting in the streets and they were like sensationalizing it on television. I was like, oh my God, people actually watch this. I couldn't yeah. handle it. I, I couldn't even stomach it. Yeah. I can't watch it. But I have to watch it to get both sides mm-hmm. to really understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. that, it's that hormonal, hormonal thing at the, at the fear level.
0: Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, it feels as though the world and the global consciousness is functioning under such a level of fear. Mm-hmm. Fear and anxiety and what is this? It's it's a lacking. You know, we're all lacking.
1: Yeah, people aren't getting their fundamental needs met, especially if they you know, they're eating commercial food yeah you know they're not feeling well they're not they're not they're not feeling well they're not feeling valued because people are taught to paper chase Mm. not everybody's good at paper chasing (laughs) you ever see the homeless people yes they got marginalized they didn't fit the paper chasing schedule and you know then you self-medicate everybody's self-medicating with something whether it's caffeine nicotine You know, porn. Hey, porn's a big one, man. I cracked that piece for myself last year, and I'm seeing it unwind in my relationship. My wife just turned 50. I'm 54. And uh, getting off porn has been uh, extremely powerful. Yeah. Powerful experience. And so... um, Escapism, fantasy. Yeah. And it's not that there's nothing... There's something intrinsically wrong with it, but if we're out of balance and out of touch with our primal nature eventually there's going to be a price to pay. And I think viruses are normal, right? Viruses have been around forever. Bacteria, parasites, fungus. If you're not living up to snuff, Mother Nature will take you out. Yeah. (laughs) Recycle you. That's how life on Earth, the closed organic cycle works.
0: Yeah. It's so true. It's so well put. Um, And I think that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the nine pillars are really your way of providing a framework, uh, an instruction manual, if you will, for people to begin getting their life in order. Thanks, Nick. Yes, thank you. Uh,
1: Abs- absolutely. So, and they're um, basic, fundamental principles, just like in physics, they call them first principles. Mm-hmm. So, you're build building a you building. Know, you need a foundation. Yep. So, whether you're healthy or sick, man, woman, or child. Um, Everybody needs these principles. Water. Everybody needs pure water. The purer the water, the purer your fluids are going to be, including your brain, which sits in about seventy to eighty percent water. Mm. Then you've got organic nutrition. You need minerals from the soil. The soil is what supports us. The sunlight, the closed organic cycle. The herbivores eat the omnivores. Everybody dies. Feeds the soil. The microbes break down the minerals and then the plants uptake those. And this is happy, go happy, happy, joy, joy on planet Earth. And we've kind of gotten away from that.
0: Totally, man. Well, actually, you know, I wanted to say one of my favorite videos that I've seen you post. You said, we all have to re-examine our relationship with death. Yes,
1: that's a good place to
0: start. And this is something that came to me. like It was one of those super synchronicities that I've been seeing a ton of lately through this time, this expediting uh, sort of evolution we find ourselves in in this time of corona. And I had this thought sometime just before I saw that video. Mm. And I said, we have such a diluted relationship with death and people are so afraid of dying and yet no one's really living right no one's living you're you you know this whole thing with the masks and with coronavirus and the lockdown and all this shit it's given people this excuse to say well i take life seriously i take it seriously because i'm (laughs) i'd like to meet these people i'm cool hey man let's start a community it's like no no bullshit (laughs) You've never taken life seriously. You've <laughs> taken life for granted, you're correct. You've taken this thing for granted. Life by default. And so talk a little bit about that because I think that's such an important point, you know, to start with this relationship that we have with death.
1: Yeah, well, in the first chapter as well, it's the legacy chapter, yes, right? The and legacy so legacy pillar. I love that. And so it has three exercises in it. And one of it is writing your tombstone or the more elaborate one is your eulogy. So there you are dead as a doornail. You should really think about this guys, especially women, their role in the world. They're, they're amazing nurturers. Mm. We got that all got marginalized with feminism, bullshit. And then what happened to the food after feminism? Mm. Herbicides, pesticides. I'm not blaming the women. I'm just saying what happened to the kids? The kids are obese and cancer right now. And so There's a huge component there. Women are natural nurturers. How do I know that? I played Mister Mom. Yeah, my wife went. She had a good business. Good business sense. She went back to to work. She resented me for it, even though I was taking care of the kids, right? She resented me for it. There are certain roles, primally, biochemically, hormonally. The kids. I don't care how good I took care of them. When she came home. Fuck yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it was all about her. Yeah. And, and, and then it wasn't even good enough for her. So I realized our masculine feminine roles. It's not that I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I was Mr. Mom champion, yeah. right? Um, but it got no respect. Feminism, Gloria Steinem worked with the CIA in 1973. Mm-hmm. They wanted two people to enter into the tax structure. My mm-hmm. mother didn't start working until 1979. She didn't need a job. And my dad worked at a menial... A newspaper job making probably like 18 grand a year, and we bought a house in the 70s (laughs) with 18 grand a year. Wow. So, uh,
0: they could not do that today.
1: No, both the people are working, and who's watching the food? Who's watching the children? Who's nurturing the children? Mm -hmm. They're farming it out and all this processed food because people are working, they're working so much, Mm -hmm. they're driving in traffic, Mm -hmm. and so that's just breaking their bodies down. So, men need to figure out their legacy. Women and men, it's good for a woman to understand that as well and really map that out. But if you're, if you're a mom, that is enough. It's such an important job. Massive
0: role. So Massive.
1: men figure out their legacy, write their eulogy, become the author of your own life, the authority. Love right? that. Write out your eulogy. You're dead. It's either your mom, God forbid, or your best friend. What's the life that you've lived? Really map that out. Yep. And that'll give you something to get out of bed. and. Let it go from your heart's desire, not how am I going to monetize this, which is the trap.
0: (laughs) Right. That's our industrial age school system paper chasing mind. Yes. And it should be pointed out, I guess, that we all die at some point.
1: Correct. Because... It wears out. So you better take care of it until the day it dies. That's why I'm doing the Qigong, because it's like, all right, let's make sure the fingers move and the neck and all right, all right,
0: let's just... Because, you know, I'm not getting any younger over here.
1: <laughs> Let me just make sure my stuff works.
0: Absolutely, man. Um, so the legacy, having a purpose in your life. What is your life all about? Like you said, we, so many people are trapped in this idea of external success, whatever that is, money, access, fame, notoriety, etc. I have these guys hit me up on Instagram all the time and they post on my, whatever I post, it doesn't matter. And they'll leave a comment. Hey, bro, listen to my music. Am I good or should I quit? <laughs> and I comment back, I'm like, dude, why do you give a fuck what I think about your music? That's right. And they'll say, well, how do I become a success? And I'm like, dude, If your heart sings and there's nothing else your spirit is meant to do but make music, make music. That's a successful life. Do what you love, man. Do what makes you fucking happy. That's correct. And fills you with joy. Fuck what other people think. That's correct. You know? Somebody told me Ken Shamrock, you know the
1: fighters? Yeah. uh, They're brothers, right? Yeah. They come from a home, and that guy freed a whole bunch of dudes. people little kids and what he did was he helped them find what they loved and the shamrock brothers love to kick the shit out of each other yes. and so he just let he just helped them do whatever they loved and i heard he freed like 800 kids or something like yeah. that
0: yeah very famous uh he had a, a foster home yeah their dad yeah I forget his name i've i'm actually buddies with frank and we had ken on my other podcast yeah awesome guys man yeah and they let what
1: did the father do they let them kick the shit out of each yeah. other and they loved it they and loved they made it. a whole
0: profession out of it hey man look at the ufc it's i what's so interesting to me is you know there's all of this talk i know we're bouncing all over the place i know the convo. and i knew this was gonna the happen man we got a, so much stuff to talk about <laughs> the convo is good man um the UFC and Dana White, I just have to applaud him for his sort of brilliance in handling this whole situation. Oh man, he's
1: yeah. I mean, I I love Dana and what he does. He's a very interesting fella. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, but what are you talking about? How he pulled off I'm the talking coronavirus? About, I actually, yeah. don't, I don't actually don't want to watch it anymore because I watched the last one. And the thing, the, the yeah, thing with the, the M-
0: one we texted about. You were texting me. Uh, who do you got, Usman or Oh yeah, Masvidal? yeah, yeah.
1: And I really like Masvidal, and I hate seeing these guys get their ass kicked, and it just hurts so much. Yeah. And then with no audience now, yeah, it's weird, it's man. And I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch this anymore, yeah. you know. Cause yeah. it, it, and I love Jorge Masvidal, and and I got a lot more respect for Usman now after that happened. Uh, but that's you know th- that's also the MMA game. It just might not be your night. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, man, I don't know if I can watch it with no more audience and Conor McGregor is going to have to come back and save the day once Mm. once the audiences are back. Well, it's going to be Nate Diaz and Conor, isn't it? (laughs) That's the one, baby. That's the one I'm waiting for. Nate Diaz three.
0: Well, it brings up a good point, man, in the midst of all of this really spiritual upheaval that we find ourselves in. Who gives a fuck about sports? yeah well it seems almost it's trivial that the nba is coming back and the nfl is scheduled to start training camp the end of july it just seems like really well we're gonna be distracted again once again from the things that actually matter
1: yeah well i don't know if humanity at this stage of consciousness can really handle like what needs to be done to like shift things that's why i'm I think there's going to be an octave shift, an mm. energetic shift, yeah. whether that's neutrinos from the central sun. I heard there's like a cosmic gamma ray sheet that's already passed through Jupiter that's on its way to Earth. And Come on, baby! <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I can't verify it. It's like aliens, you know. <laughs> Troy, do you believe in aliens? You know, you believe in this conspiracy? And it's like flat Earth, all that stuff. All right, you know, whatever. It's just how much time do you want to give to it? In quantum <laughs> physics, in the cutting edge of science... There's all possibilities. Absolutely. So, so everything has credence, but, you know, what are we going to talk about today? And ultimately, you got to talk about I am here now, and where can I source good water? Where can I source clean food? Where can I uh, have peace and harmony within myself and my environment's not completely trashed? And, uh, uh, and make sure you can get into the earth. And, you know, that's why in, yeah. during coronavirus, I could try and live some kind of normal life. Yeah. I go to the beach. I ride my bike. I go and play with my kids outside. I'm not interested in wearing a mask and being weird because that it hurts my face. You know, it just psychologically, it's just all weird, you know, stuff over my face and it makes me feel funny. And, and then staring at other people too. It's like, you get all masked up, man. It's like, (laughs) what are you going to do? You going to rob something? Dude, what's up, dude? Everybody's a gangster now with the bandanas and stuff. I'm like, Oh, come on. And it's now it's normal. Yeah. I'm like, whoa well, no, there's something not normal about this and, and yeah, Nothing anything will do. Yet. Yeah. So so I walked in there with my American flag bikini and air one and that's my little protest or whatever. I love that. And so I mean and it's like you can get in with like this thin piece of paper or a piece of plastic or I I just yeah, I don't I don't get it. Especially when I know we're in symbiotic relationship with viruses, microbes, parasites, fungus bacteria yeah. yeah
0: we are bacteria yeah it's so strange this world we've descended into
1: yeah and it's fun at the same time it is. <laughs> i got my five of dmt shaman down the street
0: bring him in
1: <laughs> the world needs him more than ever yeah i mean i think if we were to do it in third dimensional and save this planet then i would say yeah there's some way that lsd's got to get in, uh, like massive doses and enough doses that... Won't... Flooded
0: in the water supply. Yeah,
1: just kind of just peel back the layers and people go, whoa, that's the world we're living in. Yeah. And get a little bit real. I think enough Enough, because LSD is easy to put in the water supply, and I, maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this. <laughs> maybe this Here is. Here we go. No, look, I'm just saying that's a possible scenario, I, and that's in third dimension. I'm not calling for that because I don't think that we can do that. We, can, I don't think we can do that to the world enough. So what needs to happen is an octave shift. Yeah, you know, energetically. Uh, harmonically. Right. So if you ever come out of ayahuasca experience and you're like so grateful and you're like, you know, just love everybody. Yep. Like, let's start there as our baseline. Yeah. Right. Let's get our octave shift, the harmonics, the Schumann resonance. Let's get it all up at that level. Yes. And then we'll start everybody. Yeah. You don't poop in your garden and, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 put arsenic in your water and feed it yeah. to your children and inject, inject. them with Poor, porcine viruses and aborted, fe- aborted fetal tissue and heavy metals and yeah, let's not let's not do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think once we get vibrating at the heart level and, and it's possible coherence. Who's on that coherence? Heart Math Institute and also Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton, who is the study of epigenetics, which is not mm. what what we. Uh, it's not our genes it's what we do to them that helps them express mm-hmm. so those guys are already on this and i just greg braden talks about you know being more of a cooperative society i just don't think we can get there because we're so programmed into competition right now uh-huh. and so that we need some kind of shift we need and psychedelics just aren't legal And I mean, it's not that psychedelics are the answer for everything. I mean, people have to have a spiritual ballast. We'll have to have healing centers to help people integrate. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the funny thing is, is all the clients that I talk to, whether they're they're wealthy background or or hippies, you know, everybody wants to make the world a better place. Seriously. And a lot of people, like 90% of people, like they want to open up a healing center for the last 15 years that I've been coaching uh, people. And that's basically the summation. Everybody wants that. Even yeah. your buddy Mike Tyson wanted to open yeah. up a, you know, a ranch and have yeah. healing up there. And yeah. I thought that was beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully that still gets done. It will. You
1: know. It will. Because once people wake up, bro, that's yeah. what they're going to need. Yeah. And they're not going to need more bullshit shoved down them through the commercial market, force-fed through propaganda. Yeah. They're going to drink the oolong tea.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? <laughs> The totally. brother brings down to us, and we're going to jump in some ice baths, and we're going to breathe, and yeah. you're going to feel better, and the life's going to change, and you're going to get a taste of that. It's all my real estate clients. They come in from different parts of, of, of life, and they're not regular West Side Los Angeles people. They don't know anything, you know, whatever their spiritual understanding Some are different. Get them some nutrition get them hanging from bars at Muscle Beach, you know, just stretching out their rib cage and stuff, get the sun on their body, chuck mm. them in the ocean, mm. and talk to them a little bit about their primal nature and getting their balls intact. And they're like, yeah! And they go home and they drop 25 pounds in the first month and they throw away their clothes and they buy bicycles and they're like, I'm enjoying my life, man! This is great! And I'm like, that's yeah! Beautiful, and dude. that's who I want to talk to, Hell you know? Because yeah. everybody in L.A. knows it all already, you know? Yeah. Oh, so. my God. And that's what it is. We're just turning people back into their, selling them back their own divinity, giving back them to their own
0: divinity. I love that, dude. Well, it goes to your, I gotta, I gotta hit you with your mission because I think it's so awesome. My mission is to raise human consciousness and change all systems. My vision is clean air, water, soil, and equitable systems for all mankind in my lifetime. Dude, I love that that's some shit right there that because because that says a lot totally. there's, some, there's some
1: work that needs to be done yes And yes. I, I gotta claim it and even some of my mentors are like you gotta chunk that down you can't be saving the planet troy
0: <laughs> Is that i'm like paul fuck said? that man
1: <laughs> well yeah i mean paul you know he told me you know but i just don't think i've totally crystallized it um this was this was seven eight years ago and he thought i was talking about picking up garbage on the on the on the, on the beach. And I'm like, no, I got to raise the consciousness first. And then we implement systems like oh, I think fucking hemp, right. hemp and yeah. tree resin so it's not plastic. Yeah. Right? And bioremediation, all that stuff's available. Biomimicry, all our solutions are completely available right here, right now, anytime yeah. we want them. Yeah.
0: No, it's what you're talking about is something that I've had a very intimate uh, connection to through this situation because coronavirus started and we all went into lockdown and i was like okay we'll play this game for a week or two we'll do this thing we'll, we'll you know lock ourselves in quarantine to keep the
1: fuck that man i'm enjoying the freeways and shit hey, Fucking nobody's on that. the street God, i'm like fuck man
0: Woo! nobody's no, in the totally park right. either <laughs> <laughs> you're totally right dude.
1: no but i hi i hibernated too as well yeah. i took advantage of the energy but took the time yeah but go ahead go ahead
0: no and so and then it started to these these pieces just started not matching up for me the rhetoric of our government the rhetoric of these medical authorities that have yeah you know these self-proclaimed medical authorities correct conflicting who have started saying these weird things and you know then fauci comes out with the statement that. I think this is the end of handshakes as we know it, and that really sort of blew the lid for me. For you, that was that was yours in a weird way. Yeah, in a weird. I mean, there was so much. Was well, I'm <laughs> such a bro. It's like I roll up on people. I'm either gonna yeah, I'm, I'm hug, either gonna shake dude. their hand or hug or whatever. Totally. But it's like, yo, what's up? Totally, man. But I start going. This is very slippery. This is such a slippery slope. You start putting this rhetoric out into the world with people who don't understand anything about health and wellness and
1: virus and germ theory and terrain theory and
0: yeah, so you're now you're creating this fear ethos that's swirling and now it's starting to gather momentum. And so I post, start posting about it. And then I start getting these comments that are just deranged from watch people. Watch what you
1: say, bro. Yeah. They'll cancel you. They tried to cancel me. And it, totally. I leaned into it. I was like, yeah,
0: yeah baby. <laughs> That's what you have
1: to do, right? That's correct. You can't negotiate with terrorists. No,
0: you cannot. You cannot. And, and you don't know who's quickly. funded
1: by George Soros because there's plenty of money out there for that. BLM, Antifa. This is all, wow. It's all known fact. Yeah. So they're rebel rousers. The guys that that, that got me, got with me in Sedona, they, they, they were looking for problems. I'm a bro. You're a bro. Hey, what's up, man? Tattoos, shit, man. You're fucking huge. What kind of workout you do? You know what I'm saying? That's the way yeah. I roll up on people. These guys yeah. waited two hours later, did a costume change and shit. They were all looking ominous when they got out of the car anyways. And then they rolled up on me and they're like... Yeah, man, we think... Because I said, what, well, are you guys going to rob the place? Yeah. Right? And yeah. everybody looks like a fucking gangster now. Yeah. And who who masks up? And so, so they two hours later, they came back to me, and they go, you know, that's an offhanded racist comment, we believe, and you're white privilege, and we just want you to know that. And, and they filmed it and all that stuff, and I was just like, exactly. You know, I do men's you work. You
0: should know that, Troy. <laughs> you
1: don't play the victim card. Yeah. The, the One the one dude was on steroids and shit, and 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 you go on their accounts, they're all kettlebell dudes, and they like they got their shit. I think they were clout-chasing, dude.
0: Totally. They're, of course. Fucking of course. Drinking Hater aid. I had a good buddy who the other day posted something so awesome and poignant and totally in line with everything I'm thinking, saying, you know, basically, looks like we're headed in for another lockdown. It's amazing to me how no one throughout this process continues to acknowledge the fact that we're, denying ourselves the basic tools and practices Sunlight. that help build our immune system Grounding. getting out in the sun breathing yes exactly and on the bottom one of these some woman commented on the bottom yeah,
1: don't read the comments anymore i had to learn I, that.
0: yeah totally you i had to learn that dude. Dude. i
1: wanted to interact with the audience but yeah, but my one friend because when the race riots happened I was communicating with someone. There's always a troll or a hater on there, and I started yes. addressing that, and it threw me off when I was interviewing this black guy because I, I interviewed like uh, uh, 15 guys that don't look like me, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody was like, oh, yeah, troll, you're a racist. Why don't you use your platform for, for, for... And so I was like, okay, cool. All right, cool. cool. Here you go. Yeah. And so uh, uh, and I, was, I was interviewing this guy, and I started talking to the people online, so I just stopped interfacing.
0: You can't as much as when i'm interviewing
1: someone else yeah
0: it's amazing you know but this woman commented like oh sean i'm so disappointed in you for not acknowledging your privilege and how this virus has disproportionately i'm unfollowing you yeah i'm
1: unfollowing you he
0: said the most beautiful thing thank you sheila for your uh your honesty i appreciate the comment love Uh, it i love it neutral
1: ninja that's neutral it. ninja
0: because then it's like whoa he didn't want to fight yeah you didn't want to yeah. argue
1: yeah whatever floats your boat man whatever whatever little brain candy you're feeding yourself if that's making you feel good go for it but if not i'm talking about peace on earth over here
0: that's it man that's it give them the tools john lennon to raise their vibration yeah that's what i wanted to say yeah you know like everything you're saying to raise human consciousness that's the only thing that matters now Because you can't – we've literally found ourselves – I was just writing a new blog post about this. We've literally found ourselves in this weird time where dialogue and conversation are impossible. Because the moment you say any particle of information that challenges someone's belief system that they're holding on to so tightly – you're you're getting ready for battle. You might as well be swinging a battle axe into their face. So you're you're right to a certain degree, but if I had to do the wizard thing on it and
1: turn a bad do it. into a good, do it. Where my head's at is <laughs> like I said those those guys that said racism, these these indigenous guys out in Arizona, come on my platform. I have an open platform. You can come on anytime. Mm. Share, share what's up with you, what's what's real for you. And as a man, I mean, and then I'll read the comments <laughs> because all my bros, the guys that I, you know, teach responsibility and personal responsibility and being healthy and clear and not playing the victim, yeah. they're going to call them on their stuff. So, you know, come on my platform. It's an, it's, let's work out our stuff as human beings. Yeah. I'm all for upgrading systems. If you want to talk about racism, let's talk about genocidal racism and yeah. dropping bombs on brownie for that crude oil. Whether it's the Sudan or Afghanistan or Syria or Libya or Iraq or Mm. wherever there is natural resources, we go to war for that. And you should start paying attention to that because people are marginalized. You want to talk about real genocide, dropping bombs on women and children with drones and stuff like that? That's what the American military was co-opted with for so many years. Mm. I saw a little bit of a shift. I saw a huge shift in these Foreign proxy wars and oil wars mm. when Donald Trump came into power, but nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. One of my biggest protests was these wars in the Middle East for years, ever since nine eleven. That yeah. was a good wake up call for geopolitics for me. Yep. And then I watched Bush, and then I watched uh, Obama, and. Is it Clinton in there at some time? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. She was in there with Obama anyways. And I was just like, that motherfucker's no different from that other motherfucker. Yeah. And I had some visions in the Amazon in 2006 yeah. about Iraq and shit. And that's what turned me on. That's why my mission is clearly stated in there. Yeah. I'm talking about all people. I'm the Pied Piper of human liberation. We all make it. Nobody's free until we're all free, baby.
0: I love that, dude. So, so This it, isn't an American thing.
1: No, and I'm running for president of planet Earth in 2020. By the way, please hashtag Pope 2020. Can you be on
0: the ballot, dude? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm on my own ballot, man. I'm taking a billboard out in Times Square. The whole nine.
0: Prepa- how about, prepare
1: how, for what's to come, baby.
0: How are you gonna compete with Jolt and Joe Biden, dude? <laughs> That's not hard. <laughs> That's not hard at all. Oh my god. And
1: once and once I get on the platform, I don't care who interviews me on what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about free energy, permaculture, self-care education, and free energy. We got to speak it into existence. Gift economy, free energy, permaculture, and self-care education. Those are my four major solutions. That's the platform I believe that we can save the planet. Nikola Tesla has already invented free energy. It's already been in the template of man. We were working with cold fusion in the 80s. Uh, so we can create free, sustainable energy beyond wind and beyond solar, which the electromagnetic frequencies and radiations on those things are bunk. Anyways, we get to upgrade all systems. Mm. So free energy is going to free us up a lot. And then we've got fiat currencies in our debt slave federal banking system and central banking system. And so we can move to what the Ubuntu's call the uh, Zulu nation Ubuntu, which means contributionism, where people, Mm. brothers and sisters, give their gifts. Certain people like to cook food. Some people like to grow food. Some people like to take care of children. Some people like to make children. Some people are, most people are afraid of public speaking. I don't have a problem with that. So each one of us has our own gifts, and it's not based, the intrinsic value isn't based on something arbitrary, Mm -hmm. right, that's made up, or even no gold backing. So there's no intrinsic, really, value on this paper. And so the, the value becomes on the human, and money's obsolete. And the futurists are already talking about this. Mm. Peter Diamantes, who's in business with Elon Musk and Tony Robbins, you can watch his video on YouTube, Singularity University. We're going to be in a world beyond money in the in, uh, uh, next 10 years anyways. Mm. So technology's replacing everything, and AI's catching up too. So you want the injectable AI that's going to interface into your biology and upload you to the mainframe with 5G and all these satellites – transhumanism, that's what's on the template. It's not science fiction. It's not a conspiracy theory. You can look it up. DARPA is the technology leg of the military. This is what's on the chopping block. Yeah. So, your choice, guys, hell on earth or peace on earth. What do you want to do? <laughs> you know, you want to continue on the same? Because the mediocre middle line is not going to work, guys. You can get vaccinated. The technology's there. The, the, the ink dots and all that stuff for the RFID chips, it's all in ink now. It's smaller than a chip. Right? So, this is all available. It's not science fiction. It's, not, it's here right now. Yeah. And so, um, we have to start making choices and, and calling forth that which we desire from our heart. Everybody wants peace at the heart level. Mm. Love that, dude. Fuck. Well, we're not going to save the
0: problem. We're not going to solve the world's problems today. Evan. No, we're not. We're, we're going to fucking try like <laughs> hell. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try, dude. So, the nine pillars i want to get them out there before we diverge into another another rabbit hole because okay we could do that all night let me see if i can rattle them off so a human being needs water
1: and we need uh food as medicine movement as medicine not working working out versus working in that's in the book mm. uh managing your you know your hormones properly by not working out, overtraining, right? Mm. That's most people are facing burnout, and then they're going to do hit classes. I mean, that's killing most people. An overweight body's a, a, um, a stressed out body. So I go through the seven factors of stress as well, which is another component from the nine pillars. Uh, so that's water, food, movement, breathing mechanics, and optimizing breath work, and how important that is. Thinking, thinking is catabolic. So use hypnosis, psychedelics, or vipassana meditation to rewire your 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 brain. And then you've got uh, nature, sunlight, grounding, all aspects of nature and its harmonics. Then you got relationships. So uh, if you are if you were raped as a child and you're carrying that cross, that is an emotional weight that will weigh you down and can cause you cancer. Mm. So you might want to look at your relationships. And again, back. To the big psychedelics, ayahuasca, five meo DMT can help you really lift some of that stuff off. Um, you know, twenty years of therapy in one night, um, mm. or the vipassana meditation is very good as well.
0: Mm. That's silent meditation, right? correct?
1: Ten day courses in silence, and so so your relationships, nature, uh, legacy, yeah, which we went over earlier. How many is that? That's eight. You only got one more. Uh, hydration. Hydration, nutrition, sleep. Sleep. Sleep's bingo Don't nine. fuck with your sleep guys. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll sleep on them in the grave, hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. Bullshit. Yeah. You'll what I tell because I train entrepreneurs as well, and I'm in business with quite a few people. If somebody calls me whining and crying about a hard day, I send them to the beach. I love that. Fuck yeah, man. Go I take care that. of yourself. Jump in the ocean, clear all that electrical funk that you have from other people's ideas, jump in that salt water, get a little cold, do whatever you have to do. Take a nap on the beach and then, and then take a hot Epsom salt bath later. Whatever you got to do and then come back ready to fucking kick ass because you can't, you can't come at life with an empty cup. So true. You got to keep the channel clean, man. Correct. I'm living in this dysfunctional world. I've got my own dysfunctions.
0: <laughs> you know, I <laughs> yeah, got no
1: whatever. No we're all living. It's all about doing the best you can in the moment. But if you got more tools on your side, you're not going to get old and crinkly and, and, that arthritis, that Qigong will kick that fucking arthritis ass. How do I know? Cause I got arthritis and I'm not having it. Right. Yeah. I'm not having it.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to keep moving. I love that too. Um, I think those pillars are so awesome. And so did this, this structure, did this come to you? In the book, you talk about how it came to you in one of your first ayahuasca ceremonies. It sort of presented itself, but it took you years. It took to me years to crystallize together. everything. Yeah. and um, um, I love your, your depiction of your first ayahuasca ceremony, by the way, I think it was so perfect and what everything that what's his name scott peterson yeah the gringo shaman and the Peru. great gringo shaman
1: that guy was i i think my second he's book, next level dude i think my second book is going to be a fiction novel of him I love that <laughs> he's fine he was fucking out there dude yeah. and towards the end of his life man holy shit he had automatic weapons he'd bring into fucking ceremony what yeah
0: yeah. For what purpose? Dude, he was, he was a little paranoid,
1: dude. You'll have to wait for the book, All dude, because right. it's fucking good, man. It's General Kurtz, dude, up the oh fucking river. God. Oh, dude. Dude, the book's oh, going to be fucking shit. great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so read that chapter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. yeah I did. That's a good that was
0: chapter. One of our favorites so far, Scott man. Scott
1: fucking Peterson. Oh, my God, man. I got great videos online with him. The oh, defi- you do? the best definition of ayahuasca's got 500,000
0: views on it and he just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, for 8 he, or 9 minutes. He killed it. Yeah. He killed it. Just like you have a paragraph in there yep. from him. Yep. That I thought was so perfect. Yep. You know, cuz people especially now a lot of this you you you've got to be careful because a lot of this information it veers into this like trendy mm-hmm, wellness mm-hmm. sector. Yeah. And people want to, you know, get into their illusions, exactly and talk about all the visions and all the shit. And it's really, it's so much simpler than all of that. And you
1: gotta, when you're well, you start realizing you're only as well as the fucking environment you're living in. Mm. And then you gotta do something about it. Mm. Man, I came out of the jungle fucking strapped on with consciousness, and I was like, all right, I gotta do something about it. Saw those visions of uh, the bombers in Iraq. There was a, a flight that goes from Brazil to um, to Lima, like once. I was down there for like two weeks. I hadn't heard a plane up there, and I was like, "What the fuck? That, that's got to be like that's like forty thousand. Like it's way up there." And then I started thinking, you know, that's the way bombers fly up a little higher than that. And you could hear that. I was like, "This is two thousand six. Iraq War was fresh," mm-hmm. and uh, I'm thinking, God, what? What are they doing over there dropping bombs on me? could you imagine the bomb the bomb doors open up from up there and just boom because you're raw in ayahuasca right? Uh-huh. you could feel everything yeah, and so I just started you know <laughs> thinking about those yeah. people and then all the shit that George Bush was doing then I realized that guy needs more love he doesn't need more hate mm. you know and so I just came out of the jungle it's like Well, I got to do something. And then I read John Perkins' book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. And Mm -hmm. he worked for the World Bank. And he worked in the Peace Corps before and drank ayahuasca and met a guy in the World Bank and worked 10 years in that and then wrote this book on how they would, you know, give the money to Panama and then make Noriega the bad guy and then go in and get him and then Ecuador. And, you know, they just go in and wherever there's natural resources, they go in after, they destabilize which is what they're doing in the United States right now. They're destabilizing the states, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's classic textbook coup d'etat. If, well, John Perkins, I can summarize his book. Um, The Way of the World is the IMF and the World Bank give loans to third world countries. And then um, they build infrastructure. Halliburton, Bechtel come in there. They build dams, roadways, water, you know, electrical lines. And then they come back to the governments and they say, okay, pay us back oh, you can't pay us back? No problem. Give us your people's slave wage to pull the diamonds or the gold or the oil out of the earth. And, uh, oh, you don't like that idea? Okay, here's a coup d'etat. Or we'll economic sanctions, right? So that's the basis of the book. And then when that didn't work, coup d'etat, American military, Iraq, Afghanistan, when they don't play, and then that was us using our military. But I, don't, I, I see that that stopped for the last three and a half years. Mm. Remember ISIS before yep. the Orange Man bad was in the news uh, yep. all the time? Yep. It was ISIS yep. beheading people yep. every day. Yep. Syria. What did they do to Syria and Libya? They turned them into like terrorism centers. Yeah. And so, and then now you don't hear about that. Yeah. And the reason I got hip to kind of geopolitics too, because I really like what Ron Paul was saying back in 2012, uh-huh. and then he just got marginalized. Yeah. Like audit the Fed and get us out of these proxy wars, hmm. and so. Anyways, Very interesting times that we're living in and I think things are really going to roll out extremely powerful and I'm asking people to hold the vision peace
0: on earth. I love that dude. I've got a few questions for you on things that I'd love for you to give people. So first, and this wasn't on my list but you've sparked this uh, thought. Give three, Give people three books to read to expand their understanding and knowledge around geopolitical strategy and the functioning of america in the world if I, you can. I think
1: howard zinn's a people's history of the united yes. states is
0: good because
1: yes. you want to understand the point of view from uh the losers yes right cuz most people the winners write the history books yeah so that's a good place to start to kind of open you up um how about the john perkins book Confessions of an economic hitman uh, yeah. that's that's worthy and um
0: geopolitics, shit man or one to just give give people a, a a deeper understanding of the functioning mechanisms of our government and politics
1: I think everyone should read the fucking Constitution mm. and or watch a YouTube video and carry it in your purse and understand read, it just yeah. yeah, and that message is to myself first right Yeah. During these times, I got pretty clued in. First Amendment's gold, right? Yeah. Backed by the Second Amendment. And then all these other amendments say, don't fuck with my rights. Yeah. So, and you can play whatever little Democrat and Republican game you want, but the fucking Constitution's clear as day. Yeah. And so I think people really need to get their head around that. And understand it's a sacred document. The document, most of it was co opted from the Iroquois Confederacy. And my understanding is that the Iroquois Confederacy, they had the women were able to change the men at will if the world wasn't, you know, their, their tribe situation wasn't working out that well. And I think the divine feminine kind of was taken out of that constitution. Uh, but I do, you know, and this is all theory and conjecture, but yeah. I like that story. I like that story, and the Indians knew how to harmonize with nature. And I think uh, we just got out of balance. The whole thing that happened with uh, uh, Manifest Destiny. Yeah. All right, so we've done that. We've yeah. conquered the planet. Yeah. We've injected our cell, our babies, with poison, and we've sent people to the moon and put industrial compounds all over the Gulf spill, of fucking 2010. You know, yeah. it's just like we've done nuclear, you know, testing and the Exxon Valdez spill and. Okay, well, what else can we do? And do we really need this thing oil? Are, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Hey, can we have a conversation about it? No. If you're in a physics department at Berkeley, you're kicked the fuck out if you start talking about kill, cold fusion or Tesla technology. Well, why does Elon Musk name his car company after this guy? Who is Nikola Tesla? Oh, he had more inventions than Edison and, and our 60 megahertz cycle and you know AC or DC currents. I forgot what he invented. What else did this guy invent? Oh, free energy devices? And then when... J.P. Morgan was, wanted to know how to meter it, and he said, no, it's free. The purpose is free. And then J.P. Morgan was like, I don't like free because I'm a, a banker and I'm me, and I want to make money off of it. And so he burnt his laboratory down to the ground. So let's pick up that conversation. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, a good, that's a valid conversation. If the Wright brothers wanted to fly like an eagle and everybody said they were crazy, <laughs> well, let's, this is my fly like an eagle. Yeah. We, we can create free energy.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we, once the petrodollar is gone and this idea of money – and my understanding is that Trump has already taken the central bank underneath the Treasury. Um, my intel tells me that. I don't. I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard. And there's so much paper money in there, anyways. They gave a trillion at Bush, at a trillion Obama. You know, there was only 660 billion dollars in paper in the Fed before 2007 crash. Now there's $4 trillion with Obama and, and all his stimulus, blah, blah, blah. And now we have COVID virus. And I thought that was good that the president injected this all into small businesses because I got a little piece of that. And my friends got a little yep. piece of that, which is good. Yep. But where did the fucking money come from? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking paper. It's a fucking idea. <laughs> so, okay, there's already $4 trillion with the paper. And there's only $660 billion in the, la- in, in the difference between a trillion and a billion. is fucking huge. Um, So all of a sudden, all right. um, So now we got six or seven trillion, and all this debt. It's like, what is even going on with the House of Cards, anyways? So it's there's going to be a correction on the market, and if you know anything about Nasara and Jessara, there's a reset coming. And I don't know anything about that. I just hear these Mm. whispers in the world. But (laughs) Nasara and Jessara, go ahead and look it up. It's a financial reset that's supposedly happening right now. but if you listen to Dave at the X-22 report, you know the Fed, ha, the Fed has been taken back underneath the U.S. Treasury, which is the first time in uh, since 1917. And if you look at Trump, a lot of his pressers, he mentions 1917. Does he really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's all pretty interesting. And at the bare minimum, it's like a good Scott Peterson novel, right? <laughs> I don't have to get Netflix. Yeah. All I got to do is watch the White House press briefing and then all the pundits comment on it yeah. and then look at the mainstream media and, and know who owns them and what their message is and, and, and their bias, right? And then watch all these citizen journalists on YouTube which have balanced perspectives and they're not like fear porn and stuff. Yeah. And, so, and then you put your intuition in between the
0: two and you kind of figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's common sense. I and, love that, Troy. Yeah. I love that look, man. Well, I mean, who are the people who are so anti-dialogue or anti-mainstream narrative? Well, it's programming at its best because right. what, I've, what
1: I've realized is that once people are triggered by Trump, then yes. you are a misogynist, yep. a racist, yep. um, aligned with Hitler. Like, they really yep. throw you in that bus and then yep. there's no dialogue. I was like, wait a second, it's Troy over here, Mr. Friendly Guy, he likes peace on earth, come on. And we were like, fuck that. It's like the dudes that hit me up in Sedona. are Racist. And I'm like, dude. I tried to get a ghetto pass with them. I've been to the Amazon, dude, I had shamanism. And I'm like, come on, dude, you know, eat some peyote together, dude. I offended the fuck out of them. I was like, let's eat some peyote together. And they're like, what? And then the, the comment section, and it, it went viral, and it got like, 30,000 views, not not big viral. But then fucking the hate on there. Oh, fuck, who's this white
0: guy I think he fucking is?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, How dare you <laughs> as a white man have an opinion, Troy? Spiritual bypassing and appropriation and...
1: I was oh my just like god. oh my god uh okie dokie. Dude. All right um, uh, back to the drawing board right so yeah. how do i communicate with the, even these guys mm. so my thing is again turn the po- the negative into a positive please come on my platform explain yeah. yourself i can shut the f- love to I can your... try to shut the fuck up <laughs> as much as possible but if you draw the line in the sand where i think hey you're not showing up as the strongest version of yourself i'll call, you know iron sharpens iron we're men yeah we should be able to put that on the platform yeah. And talk about it. Totally, man. We have to. Well, this is sitting around the fire because fire is represented by technology. Mm. And my vision is that we reunite the brotherhood of man, the white man, the black man. It's been prophesied for a very long, 500 years, mm. that everybody comes back around the fire. Yellow man, red man, white man, and a black man. And, you know, people call me a racist. <laughs> I got an interma- interracial family. I got interracial kids. Yeah, exactly. Really? exactly. <laughs> please i'm a lover there's one race the human race baby i love that dude
0: um well how are you on time are you good on time let me take a leak go for it man and if you know anything about health or
1: hydration or anything you're ahead of everybody right (laughs) yeah
0: yeah check 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 we're good microphone check 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 No, that's a good point, man. I mean, that's that's definitely what I want to do is appeal to the masses.
1: Yeah, don't go, don't go. Look, I've been in the hippie community for so long and I learned a lot from it, but it's just, it's it's kind of a... It's like preaching to the choir. Yeah, and I, I got a lot of healing in LA. You know what? Because some people come here and find darkness. This yeah. is the city of angels for me. So uh, I'm, I'm like, LA's great. And at the same time, there was one time in my career, I was like, nobody even cares about nutrition and sleep. Yeah. And, you know, everybody knows this stuff already. I doubted myself, but that's because I live in LA. You know, people are already into this. And, you know, they get one piece of Kundalini or one piece of veganism. And next thing you know, they're enlightened. And I'm like, okay. But then I work with my real estate guys. I work with my professional older guys that are my age. Mm-hmm. They all need this. Yeah. And they're thirsty for real dudes. Yeah. Come on, like us. Yeah. Come on, let's fucking. Dying it. for it. And I'm looking for dudes to hang out with too.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Because we all got that primal <laughs> fucking animal in us. Absolutely. Let dog. that motherfucker
0: out. You know? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. We just took a. We just got back from a trip to Tucson. We were helping. Uh, we were moving my dad into his new place and recording a bunch of stuff on the way down. Um, this other podcast. We're Arizona's about, amazing, by the way. Love it, dude. That's where I went to college. Tucson Tucson. or Phoenix? Tucson. Tucson. Tucson's amazing. Yeah, Tucson's the shit. Uh, I love Sedona too, man. I'd love for you to talk about that move and what sort of compulsed you to make it.
1: Well, I, I could tell the roundabout story you know since two thousand and five i've been walking the Mayan temples and going mm. to Peru and all these sacred temples and trying to figure out you know, oh my God, the egyptian pyramids that's weird, and yeah. all these temples and like what hey, what kind of technology was around like what 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 else is going on? Somebody told me to walk the temples, the stone temples barefoot and you pick up the information there anyway, so I did that for years and uh and then we we bought land in Vilcabamba, Ecuador, which is 5,000 feet above sea level, five mm. five degrees off the equator. Um, it's a very stable environment, even if there's a Chandler wobble, right? Even if every 30,000 years the, the, the earth shifts, poles, whatever, at least you'd be in a stable environment. And the water was coming from the Potocarpus Mountains, which came off the Amazon cloud forest. Mm. And so it was just a pristine, it's one of the four centurion places on the planet right Dope. and then I watched you know Mike Adams bought land down there the health ranger and then uh, some other raw food guy and I just watched all these expats bring our, a microcosm of all the shit that's happening on the grand stage anyways and the email and the shit list on the email and it was just it was gross mm-hmm. and the guy who did the development he he said he sold out he didn't even he got with his out with his shirt he didn't even make his money back and so um it just got weird and I realized you know wherever you go there you are and when shit really goes down it's just going to flow that's why I love ebb and flow you know it's like it's going to flow and so my wife was like kids are in kids are in zoom first of all we go to waldorf education uh. the kids don't have they have a zero media policy they're not allowed on the computers all of a sudden they went from zero at 12 and 9 years old to assume. six hours a day yeah, and a new iMac and the whole thing and my wife's like and it was driving her crazy because she had to put the kids through school yeah. and and so we heard that arizona was a little bit more open and we just went for vacation my dad lives out there and everything and uh stayed a week looked at properties stuff that we liked. It was fucking so cheap compared to LA. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: totally. And no. I
1: just moved into a brand new, biggest three-bedroom apartment I've lived in in Los Angeles in, three, in 25 years. And a beautiful space, and I remarried my ex-wife on ayahuasca in October. So we're all building everything back together, and this thing goes down. So my business is doing amazing right now, so I can live from anywhere. So she went out to uh Sedona with me, and interviewed the school, so the school's half price, the rent's half price, and we're just like, and their vaccine mandates, because people don't know, but uh, you can no longer get religious exemptions. You can only be brain damaged from the same vaccine that you can get uh, a medical exemption for. Otherwise, no. So 277 and 276, SB 277 and 276 were passed in the last four years in California. So my kids are... Uh, grandfathered into the situation, but in, in Arizona, it hasn't started yet. They start in California and New York and New Jersey where all the people are, and then they yeah. prime. Yeah. And so.
0: Um, yeah, it's fucked.
1: Yeah, Robert Kennedy Jr. is, is debating that, Alan Dershowitz tomorrow, the 23rd of July, uh, on YouTube. You can watch it on Valuetainment.
0: 22nd? 23rd, which is what? the 21st. Okay, so. Thursday. 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 Yeah, I love. I love. RFK. Bobby Kennedy, man. The only reason
1: man. he got into vaccines is because he was a waterkeeper. Waterkeepers have to be attorneys. They have to own a boat and live on the water. Mm-hmm. So his family, you know, grew up in, in Hyannisport and, yep. and uh, you know Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket or wherever they're from. And they also live out here. They're part of the waterkeepers out here because they live in Brentwood. And uh, you have to fight pollution crime and he was fighting mercury mm. and these moms these vaccine moms ended up they show up to his events all the time with these vaccine injured kids and he was like i'm fighting something else and he's like yeah well, but this is the same thing you need to you need to look at this and and so that's how he got into it he told me that uh um all four vaccine manufacturing companies are convicted felons. Yeah. And there's no uh, uh, double-blind placebo, yeah. placebo tests on yeah. the vaccines as yeah. well. And then there's a beetle, a, aborted fetal tissue in them. There's porcine viruses, bovine viruses, monkey brains. There's uh, aluminum, um, mercury. But, dude, dimerosol. our
0: doctors say if we don't get them, we're going to die.
1: Yeah. Dude. Where do doctors you know get their information
0: for <laughs> from drugs? the pharmaceutical companies? From the
1: sales reps. Yeah. And when I asked them on camera oh, yeah. when I interviewed them, they're like, hey, but do they go to do they go to medical school? Like, no. So no. you're getting your information from someone who, From a salesman? Correct. And I got whistleblower videos on my YouTube channel uh, that people, you know,
0: they tell the truth about the pharmaceutical companies. Are they staying are- up or they get taken down?
1: Um Michael Wilson has an internet show. He is a pro tem quo or something attorney, which he who sues for the king sues for the people or something like that. Uh-huh. He sues these consumer fraud uh-huh. and wins. He won it. A... <laughs> this guy's actually funny. He uh, he was a sales rep. And he was putting himself through school or saving money to do so. And then he went to school, became a lawyer and he sued fucking the company he was working for because they were given Lakers tickets, hookers and cocaine and did trips to Vegas to these doctors to get yeah. them to write scripts. Yeah. It's all on my YouTube channel. It's a, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's funny. That's really what goes yeah. down. Oh yeah, and they talk about collateral damage when oh, they yeah. when they do some of these vaccine tests in China and in India, and they're talking about collateral damage where they either maim the person or there's so many dead. And will this be as bad as Vioxx? Because Vioxx is only 15 years old, right? And there was plenty of doctors that wrote yeah. those scripts. And yeah. again, I asked them on camera when I was they wanted to interview for my TV show, and they had MDs on there, and I'm like. Yeah, you, you ever prescribe anything that's been recalled? And they're like, "Yeah." I said, well, "Where did you get your information from?" Drug reps. Drug reps go to medical school? No. <laughs> I mean, it was a really easy trap, but I guess everybody wants to be on TV. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh man, you know that's that is such a that fills me with so much frustration and anger. You know, coming out of the nfl i got into cannabis advocacy Mm -hmm. you know and talking about how the chemical compounds in the cannabis plant thc and cbd and all the other cannabinoids our federal government has a patent on them as neuroprotectants and antioxidants and Mm -hmm. so they've actually seen through scientific the marijuana is patented or the synthetic marijuana no through the federal government patent six million six hundred and thirty thousand five oh seven cannabinoids as neuroprotectants and antioxidants really i've been smoking a lot
1: more weed during coronavirus <laughs> yeah by the way. good for the brain <laughs> hey dude you know what you know I, i've actually worked through a lot of stuff with marijuana because i smoked since i was young and then i quit for like 20 years and uh it really helped me out with my kids man yeah because my kids came i was getting so fucking frustrated yeah and I was just, they're just fucking kids, so my neighbor would offer it to me. Uh, I always say no, and then one time I did it, and then I went back and played with the kids on the floor, and I was like, "Fuck that, that's worth its weight in gold." Yeah you know totally, man. and my, my stepdad was 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 pretty abusive too, and, and, uh, mm. and after he smoked a joint, though, man, he was fine, you know he that's was totally good. That's and then great. I, well, I toured his orphanages and heard about his fucking rough ass life mm. and I was like. Wow. Oh, yeah, keep smoking the weed, bro, fucking. Yeah, dude. Even when uh, Mike was talking about that on Joe Rogan, I thought that was incredible. Look, if it works and it's plant
0: medicine, hey, man, whatever rocks the house. Absolutely, man, absolutely. But that's how I got into this. I mean, obviously, I had this sort of background in a system that thrives on prescription pills. You know, every guy in an NFL locker room Seventy-five
1: percent of television advertising is Dude, fucking pharmaceutical I, drugs. It, know, that was brother. not
0: legal when I was growing up. I know, brother. But the problem is, mainstream America doesn't have this behind-the-curtain view to be able to say, "Wait, why are we being prescribed or told to take these things that are fucking deadly?" You know. So you're just eating up this gospel from your the ro-
1: Rockefeller medicine, man. I know, bro. uh... James Corbett, Rockefeller Medicine, 45 minutes of your time. BBC, The Century of Self, four hours worth of your time. Understand how you've been programmed psychologically understand it. medicine the way it's presented understand how how rockefellers got into medicine after oil look at how they they controlled the whole monopoly around oil then they just did that with medicine then they did it with the un and the who and what the fuck are they doing right now yeah. uh-huh. it's agenda 21 or agenda <laughs> 2030 or whatever the fuck you want to call it henry kissinger and all these motherfuckers getting yeah. down and just doing their little dance yeah. okay cool the jig's up most people know about it on some level or another even if they think it's a conspiracy theory all right, that's fine. I'm just calling forth something else. We don't yeah. need to do that. Buckminster Fuller said, you yeah. never change a system by fighting it. You, you design the
0: future. I love that, dude. And that's where we're at. That's what we're doing. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, well, how do we get it? We could go all day in, that, in the pharmaceutical industry. And, you know, it's so interesting to me. It's business, not a conspiracy. Exactly. It's, it's just business. Just business. It's just business. Like, to me, that's what I think is so fascinating about all this and people's, what do you call it, cognitive dissonance? Sure. Their unwillingness to look at contrary information. Close-mindedness. Accept it, you know? Myopic. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, dude, it, it's just kind of crazy, the state that we found ourselves in. Um, I designed to wake us up. That's my prayer. I love that, dude. I totally
1: I Spiritual fodder for our own awakening. Well... Otherwise, we're fucked, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I worked in Where the Amazon, out? dude, as a medicine hunter for years. I saw our demise. Wow. Cutting down the rainforest? Yeah, yeah. that's a real deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's not, like, just good for yeah. your Home Depot lumber and some gasoline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a more that eats, meets the eye to that. We can live in symbiotic relationship with the earth. We don't
0: have to just completely burn the place down. Yeah. Um... What do you see as the future of humanity, dude?
1: So um, I believe we're going to go through a quantum leap in human consciousness this year. We already are in the middle of it. I've been lecturing about this for years, and people are like, oh, Troy, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, what does that mean? We'll never get off oil. Not in my lifetime. You know, money, well, money we always have to use. Einstein said you can't solve a problem at the same level of mind that created it. Mm. So we have to think outside of the box I think all this is providing an opportunity. I didn't know how the quantum leap was going to shake out. I studied 2012 and the Mayan calendar and walked those temples. And just kind of, after 2012, I was like, all right, that's just a portal, right? We just stepped through that. But we are going through the whole 2012 idea. The age of Aquarius is shifting. All the astrology is extremely powerful right now. And so we're just going through a portal. And we're going to continue to shift uh, energetically, I think, I think you know I'm not the only fucking weirdo out there saying this shit. Wasn't that Eckhart Tolle? Everybody fell in love with him. The power of now. Yeah, Motherfuckers yeah. were all up on me in L.A. and shit with their spiritual shit. Have you ever read the power of now? And I'm like, you ever fucking jump in an ice bath with me, motherfucker? <laughs> That's the power of You'll now.
0: Feel the moment. That real is fast. fucking now, baby. I love it. <laughs> so, so. Where was I going? No, no. Where was I going with it? We're on we're in the midst of this quantum, quantum leap. Quantum leap in
1: human consciousness. So yep. people are being forced. Mask, no mask. Fucking I don't want to sit in my house, but am fucking my children are driving me crazy in the house and school, no school. Newsom and his his winery is opening, but he's fucking shutting down the beaches for fourth of July. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? Commie, weirdo socialist fucking crazy shit is that? Yeah. You know, so this is just a catalyst, is waking people up. Yes. Uh and and so the quantum leap energetically, I I think we move fully into the age of aquarius by december whatever the end of the year i know there's a big shift down there this through the 29th what day is it today through the 21st through the 29th is all heated this whole july has been super intense
0: we're being it's hot but it's only 73 degrees i'm saying energetically hot correct but
1: i I even look at the temperature i'm like it's 73 degrees it feels like it's 90 totally 73 degrees is mild and it feels like i'm in a microwave cooked oven And that's either the astrology or the fucking new technology, or both. Totally, dude. Somebody sent me a thing, 5D equals uh, uh, 5G. So we're in third-dimensional reality. We're supposed to be moving into fifth-dimensional reality, if you believe the word around the spiritual campfire. (laughs) And so... What does that mean? uh, Fifth-dimensional reality? Yeah. I don't know. Third dimension is what, time, space, and... um, (laughs) Uh I don't even know third dimension. (laughs) I can't even explain. Fourth fourth dimension. Paul Check's podcast is called 4D. 4D. Uh, living in 4D. So it's the in-between stage to 5D. And 5D is what I say is what we're turning into, homo luminous, which mm. is the divinity codes which I put on the front cover of my book. The yep. book's not about me and my little physique, you know, body. oh, look at me, bodybuilding, <laughs> and here's a new diet and fitness book. No, this is the code to yes. turn on the human animal, the primal animal, which is totally, man. basically God itself. <laughs> That's basically the end result. How you know, dare you say when that? When you realize enjoy. that you're fucking God and- yeah, it's all well, just a big cosmic joke. You forgot you took that sheet of acid 100 million years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Alan Watts has this really beautiful breakdown of that, and he talks about how when you get to a certain point, you realize that you don't beat your heart. You don't, sen- you don't, you don't create the sense, the sensory feelings of your skin, that you're taking in all of this information, this infinitesimal amounts of information into your brain and your brain is creating this experience for you you realize you're you're already almost god dude wow you're... and if you don't go find yourself some 5meo <laughs> dmp man because you
1: are the sum total of the all baby
0: that's it man that's it um dude it's so awesome to hang out with you and i know we could talk all day i did want one more question i had and I don't even know if this is necessarily an answerable question, but if you had to pick, this is like your desert island question. If you had to pick three tools or practices for awakening that someone listening to this right now could go and implement into their daily life, what would it be?
1: Fasting, Qigong, and uh, shit, it's just on the top of my head. <laughs> um breath work oh, <laughs> love it i mean breath Perfect. work is just gonna bring you to i mean l- look and i think everybody <clears throat> out there should understand victor frankl's man's uh search, search for, for meaning, meaning. Yeah. i think that's where we're at we're at a mind over matter even wim Hof, yeah. who i love his work and i saw his videos um uh, he did a documentary with one of my friends and he was on a mind over matter. He stopped breathing. People. He just chucked these young people. Just go in the ice water. And I'm like, no, the fucking little lake the with lake, the waterfall yeah. that he has. And he's like, in they made ten minutes too, no breathing. And so he's like, yeah, the final frontier is mind over matter, is my humble opinion, and just corroborated by 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 whim. And yeah, octave shift. Call forth the octave shift. Um, and if if shit comes to, I mean fasting just shut off all inputs you can do it with water if you want because that's going to tap you into what is and if you're obese or overweight or fucked up or anything your body's going to scavenge itself Mm -hmm. and so once you're it'll just turn you on and you can use breath work with that and then some mobility of qigong i mean that that's basically it you should be able to survive in a cave you know an ice cave naked you know basically so i'm not saying that i can do that but i'm just saying that (laughs) <laughs> I'll sure as hell try breathing. Well, Viktor Frankl, I mean, he figured that out when his family killed in front of him and then lived in Auschwitz or something like that. And then um, think about it. If you're getting tortured, and I've had some torturous uh, things happen to me, I do some healing shit with the Maori. I mean, that's fucking yes. torturous. Yes, I do that
0: as well. Yeah. So well, a good buddy of mine who I know you know is Harold Turk. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I love dude. Harold. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I've done, I've, I love that you, you gave a thank you and a shout out to uh, um, all the Maori healers. Yeah, fuck yeah. Ata and. Papa Joe, man, yeah. when he was alive. Yeah. And,
1: oh, uh, those people shaped my life, man. I worked with them six years before Papa died. So from like 2000 or 1999 uh, when I started meditating. All the way up to 2006, Papa Joe died. And that's when I started going to the Mayan temples because I was like, I was hanging out with Papa a lot. I was like, I still wasn't really tapped into it. You know, they taught me all about authenticity and that haka dance that they do. It's like, yeah. fight or fuck, friend yeah. or foe. Right here, fucking now, baby. Ah, just come with your shit. Yeah right i love it i fucking and they they fucking turned me on i didn't know who the fuck i was then they stepped on my calves and shit and i was like (laughs) your your life is flashing before your eyes yeah fucking papa joe would sing these fucking chants and i would just cry all my fucking childhood shit would come out and it would just be fucking it was so magical and he was such an awesome dude yeah and uh god i learned so much from them and i've been working with them for 22 years i've seen miracles and exorcisms and all sorts of stuff yeah um very powerful i forgot how i got off on that tangent but uh,
0: um we were talking about tools of awakening getting into breath work through torturous experiences
1: yeah just go through your shit if you got to sit in the cave and you know if you're if you're in a concentration camp if you're anywhere you can survive by eating you know Fasting, first of all, most people can handle. I think you can do forty days on water for sure, and then uh, I think you do up to like seven days on no water. Mm. So it's a controlled environment. You got to have your shit together. And I think yeah. if you're toxic, you might not want to do that. But you could basically survive. Yeah, you know, if you had to. That's we're adaptive, you know, beings. Yeah. And so I think all this stress is making us bifurcate into Homo This is my
0: postulation. Yeah. I love it. Dude.
1: otherwise we're fucked dude i'm telling you we're
0: fucked no you're right you're right if you don't look at what we're evolving into we're fucked
1: that's right well we get to inherit the earth what is that the meek shall inherit the earth i mean we basically shit in all the waterways <laughs> shit in our proverbial spoon and shoved it in our mouth and go no no
0: uh, it's all scientifically validated it's okay yeah yeah um we're eating shit <laughs> dude it's awesome man i think that about does it brother at yeah. least for this round. Yeah, man. We'll do it again. You got to come out to Sedona. Oh, I'm going to. I'm totally going to come out when you get settled. Um, Ripped at 50, A Journey to Self-Love. Everybody, definitely check it out. It will, just by reading it, it'll raise your vibration. I guarantee it because it's already done that for me.
1: Well, I think putting it on the, the coffee table is fine.
0: Absolutely. Honestly, do. I honestly do. Yeah.
1: Like, it's pretty enough, and it looks cool. People pick it up. It's kind of 50. I like to be ripped at 50, and I'm only 20, or maybe I'm 50, and I'm going through a divorce, and then read the last chapter first. (laughs) Remarriage on ayahuasca.
0: I love that, dude. Well, let everybody know where they can find you, follow you, get your book, all that stuff. Uh, TroyCasey.com, ripped at 50book.com.
1: My Instagram has all my links in my bio, um
0: instagram the certified health nut
1: certified health nut yeah um certified health nuts branded across the internet my youtube channel's hot i mean i've been on youtube for 13 years was that your first social media output yes i think it was yeah it was and i I used to do stand up comedy so my very first video is called laughter (laughs) laughter is the best medicine so that's my very first video on that channel and uh Yeah, I'm excited to be alive, and I'm excited
0: for these times. And good stuff's coming, guys. Good stuff's coming. It's awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, well, hey, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, definitely going to have to have Troy back on. Next time we'll be in Sedona. We'll yeah, take baby. a road trip. Take this thing mobile. Hey, and this was the first episode of the Ebb and Flow. Ebb and Flow. Filmed and in Number person, one, baby. baby.
1: Number one, Ebb and Flow. Troy
0: Casey, the motherfucking man. <laughs> hey, bro, thank you. Game recognizes um, game, bro. Absolutely, brother. Um, and that's about it, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hang tough. Things are going to get better, everybody. Lots of love to you all. Peace. Yeah, baby. That was great.